Christmas, Halloween, Thanksgiving, Cinco de Mayo. These are celebrations that we know of, but there are other crazy celebrations all around the world that we're going to talk about today on True Comedy. Hello, everyone. I'm Kirsten Cunningham. And I'm Nicholas Finch. And thank you for joining us today on today's wild, wacky, crazy episode of True Comedy. And as we said in the lead-in, we're going to talk about all those crazy, interesting, culturally appropriate festivals that happen all across the world. So we're going to count down some of the craziest, random, really awkward things we've seen online. Yeah, say that five times fast. I can't. (laughs) Not even going to try. Did no tongue twister lead in before this. But there are just some really, really interesting things people celebrate all across the world. Even some crazier ones in the U.S. Absolutely. Um, so, you want me to get this show on the road? Yeah, you get well, this. Actually, before we get this show on the road, we want to thank all of our listeners um, for tuning in each week. Uh, listening to us and getting us over at 1,000 uh, listen marks. Yes, we did it. We did We have problems. Yeah, we do. But thank you all for listening to our problems. Absolutely. And um, so, with that being said, let's get her crack a lacking. I get it crack a like a bad bag. So, number 10 is for me is one that folks have heard of. It's a German holiday in december kind of like christmas um i'm gonna butcher this pronouncing it but we're gonna go go crumpish not and uh crumpish not happens the night before december 6th each year and it features krampus a sort of anti-santa there was a movie about this uh-huh. um krampus um every year saint nicholas that's me Oh, that's why kidding. you did this no i'm kidding you every year saint. saint nicholas that no, okay i'm not gonna do it twice Every year, St. Nicholas gives gifts to well-behaved children, while naughty kids get a lump of coal from Krampus. And if it's anything like the movie, Krampus mm-hmm. will also kill you. <laughs> Off with his head! <laughs> hey, 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 easy there. Halloween is over. Oh, yeah. Halloween is over. Okay. All right. But what about Krampus? What about Krampus? I am coming for you. Where's the Krampus? Where is he? Where's the Krampus? <laughs> Ooh, this took a turn already. <laughs> Krampus. Krampus not. I feel like that should be like a profane word. Well, Krampus? Yeah. Oh, Krampus. Oh, Krampus. Matter of fact, we're going to use it this week. <laughs> you Krampus looking. <laughs> oh, Krampus. This Krampus. <laughs> My Krampus. Krampus, Krampus, Krampus. <laughs> This is the best seat of Krampus I ever got in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait home to give me some Krampus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Moving right along. <laughs> so, Nick, my number 10 happens in um, the UK. Figures. <laughs> in Ashburn, maybe? That's, that's what we'll say. Every August. Um, the World Toe Wrestling Championship. <laughs> Might be the nastiest thing I've ever seen. But people, you know how you do like thumb wrestling? People do this with their toes. Word, word. Yeah, so um, it's really strange. Toe wrestling involves two people sitting across from each other with their toes interlocked and ready for battle. The loser is the one who's considered whose foot is forced to touch the outside toe drum or knock it down, which really looks like they just have a book. And if your toe knocks over the book, you lose. So, yeah, there's a whole festival there. I know there's some people that probably hear about this and like Toe Festival, count me in. But like, my thing is when you think about festivals, you think about like food. So what do they serve there? They serve jam. What about toe food? <laughs> toe food. Didn't <laughs> 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 I had to. <laughs> Nick, what's next on yours? <laughs> Speaking of toes, how about toe ma toes? Oh, la, la tomatina. This is in Spain. Um, Lord, we're going to try this. <laughs> okay, listen, listen, listen. Mm-hmm. Let's preface all of this, okay? We went to school in Alabama. Alabama. 
We were educated in Alabama. Yes, we may have taken some foreign language classes. But we're sorry, we're probably going to butcher half of these. If you know the correct pronunciation, please tell us. But let's just say we're never going to repeat these pronunciations again, because we're only doing this episode once. Bunyol? Bunyol? Valencia. I knew Valencia. Um, Spain. The Spanish Tomato Festival has run annually in August, doing a week-long celebration in Munul since 1945, Hmm. when a rowdy crowd took the tomatoes from a vegetable stall and started a food fight. The hour-long tomato fight used up an estimate 145 kilograms of tomatoes in 2015. Since 2013, La Tomatina has been a ticketed event to limit participants to just 20,000. Before then, up to 50,000 guests had been reportedly reportedly involved in the fight. You know what's really funny? I did all that reading and the word tripped me up. <laughs> what's tomato? No, it was reportedly. <laughs> <laughs> they had, uh, okay, so before then, up to 50,000 guests had been reportedly involved in the food fight. After an hour of free-for-all tomato tossing, trucks sprayed down the streets and many participants washed themselves in the pool of lost Pinones. What what is Pinones? Oh no, I ain't Googling it. I'm fin too. My question is I don't have a phone. My question is, why are we throwing tomatoes at people? That's painful. First of all, why wouldn't we throw tomatoes at people? That's so much wasted food. Okay, and do you know how much marinara you know how many spaghetti sauces that is? How much chili you can make with all that tomato? How much ketchup? Oh, the humanity. There are people in third world country that just like, Ooh, please, sir, I want some more. First, give me a tomato. You know good and well that these tomatoes aren't good. These are old, getting ready to rot tomatoes. You know that, like I know that. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. You should know. You should know better than that. They're not doing white. You can't hit nobody with a ripe tomato. Yes, you can. I mean, you can get a whole smooth concussion. (laughs) (laughs) Nap time. That's what that. That's what that that festival should be recalled. Tomato naps. Tomato naps. I was just walking down the street. Then I got hit in head. It's like the world's biggest VeggieTales commercial. (laughs) If you like to get smacked with tomatoes. (laughs) Yep, I did a VeggieTales plug. It's coming back, y'all. Yes, he's coming back. You know what, though? As crazy as this sounds, I I really want to do this. Uh I, I I really, really, really want to do this. I don't know why. Like, you have fun. You don't want to throw tomatoes in, folks? I don't want to get hit okay. with tomatoes. Listen, listen. That's part of the... You don't want to get hit with tomatoes. I'm uh-uh. telling you, this sounds too fun to not do. Okay, so look. Let's do it right here. If we can get enough of our true comedy listeners to bring tomatoes, we will have our own tomato chunking festival. Festival. But it wouldn't be not Spanish. Festival. We'll have... We'll make it Spanish. Okay, well, bring Spanish tomatoes. <laughs> yes. I will bring all the paprika. <laughs> I have your finest imported from Madrid Spanish tomatoes. There we go. That works. Remember when the Olympics were held down south in Atlanta? But apparently in 96, there's a whole bunch of uproar about people making fun of us down here in the south. You know, Atlanta with them dirty birds. <laughs> Well, it sprung the Redneck Games. <laughs> <laughs> this is a festival that happens. Before I even go into things that they do at the Redneck Games, close your eyes, think about Redneck Games. It's probably 10 times worse than that. I mean, there's a certain flag everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's also things like toilet chunking, roadkill, that you eat. people mudding, jumping into all types of crazy stuff. Um, toilet seat throwing armpit serenades and hubcap hurling. This all goes down at the Redneck Games. Well, I don't know how to sign up. I ain't going, but I will watch. If there's a live stream of this, I'm going to watch. I'm just afraid that some people might get Redneck Games confused and try to, you know, the South will rise again. Let me tell you what, 100% I will never do. I will never, ever, 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 ever. Go to the Redneck Games, but like you said, I would watch it. Where, 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 they, where the Redneck Games take place? Apparently, it's in Atlanta. 
I don't in know Atlanta. Yeah, I don't know where in Atlanta. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that's more of like toward North Georgia or maybe out there in Kennesaw somewhere. That's out there in the sticks. That ain't in Atlanta. Truth be told, you know, everybody thinks Georgia is such a great state, but let me tell you something. If it, it, it if without Atlanta, Georgia is just Alabama with a good PR firm. You right. You so true. Hey, I speak the truth. Georgia is just Alabama with good PR. <laughs> this podcast is just like every other podcast, but with good PR. That's right. Hey. hey. Don't We're forget better. to rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> it's so funny. If we can get our first negative comments from folks from Georgia, I can see it. I can see it now. They said we ain't nothing bad, but Alabama, but a little bit better. I guess that's a compliment, mm-hmm. but is it really? We could have said y'all are Mississippi. Um, number um, <laughs> number eight. <laughs> number eight on my list is another hard one to to, to say. Uh huh. I'm loving my foreign language lessons with Nick today. The Taipism Festival. Taipism. You got it. Taipism Festival. I bet you can't spell it. <clears throat> I can't spell. I'm looking right. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm, I'm looking right at it. Wait. Uh, what? <laughs> I, I don't even know how to respond to that. Like. What do you mean I can't spell it? It's right here. <laughs> what? I just had to say something. You definitely gonna say something when you hear for this. This, oh, Lord. this festival is not for the faint of heart. Oh Lord. This Hindu festival is typically celebrated in southern India and involves some of the most intense body piercing. Oh uh uh-uh, nope. Nope. Not up in According here. to practitioners, the more pain you can adore. The more you will be blessed. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. The more pain you endure, the more you will be blessed. Uh-huh. Okay, nah, nah, nah. Let me start right here. I mean, I'm going to fit. Uh, actually, let me finish reading it. And I'm going to tell you why this is not as far from your thinking as you think. Anyway, some even try pulling tractors or, or other heavy objects Ooh. with the hooks in their skin. Now, See, let me tell you something. I've seen that on Guinness Book of World Records. No. Let me tell you something. Now, you over here saying, mm-mm, no, but uh, how many times of the Christian faith that we always say God won't put more on you than you can bear and that you got to go through some trials and tribulations to come out on the other side stronger? But see, I know better. If I just listen and follow the word of the Lord, I know. Well, these I people know. these people aren't practicing. They're putting their faith in action. They're saying, if I go through these things, my God is going to bless me. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it physically. Sometimes we, we say that and we just do it emotionally. And there's yeah. not no physical thing we actually go through sometimes. And, and, and a lot of times it's just up here. It's mental. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, you know, maybe maybe they are a little bit in tune, more in tune with their faith than some, some of us Christian folks are. They might be, but I ain't getting pierced. No, nah, I ain't about that life either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You get the needle over there. Yeah, I mean, I barely like no, getting no, no, shots. No, 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 no. Everybody, <laughs> shot, 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 shot. Nah, fam. Unless you're of age, then you can take them all you want. Just don't get behind the wheel of a car. No, you can take water shots. You don't want to take shots of water? Drink H2O. Yeah, I mean, tell, don't tell me you ain't the only one. Didn't you used to, like, drink? Oh, yeah, we used drink to drink, out- uh, not water. We used to drink, like, mix up Kool-Aid flavors and make it, like, little shots like we were alcohol. Yeah, crazy no, I'm things saying, as kids. like, you know, you ever um, took the took the um, cap off of, ooh, that was loud. That was so loud. I'm sorry. You ever took, like, the cap off of, off of um, drink and, and pour. like, pour it in here and just drink out the cup? Oh, yeah. That's a shot of Coke right there. Okay. I mean, Coca-Cola. This boy is still taking shots of coke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turn up, baby. <laughs> well, Nick, while you're over there turning up, um, be careful about this one because I don't want you to toss it back too far at the Goat Tossing Festival. <laughs> <laughs> so this strange festival takes place in a small Spanish town, Manganese de la Provincia, and it's held every fourth Sunday of January. Now, when, when I read this, I'm like, Peter is somewhere having a fit. But then I got to the end. Um, so let me explain to you what happens. A young boy, <laughs> first he has, to, he has to go out and find a goat. Tie the goat up. Then he has to throw the creature from the top of the church. What? <laughs> yes. What? I've heard of burnt offerings and sacrifices, but they are throwing this goat off the top of the church. But the villagers must make sure they catch it. Um, so you tell me there's never been an accident. 
Oh, you know, getting well, somebody because <laughs> you know somebody, it'd been me. I mean, there, there's a Nicholas Finch among them that watched that goat hit the ground and laugh. <laughs> like, from a good, healthy place. Well, because mm, we ain't having no goat milk tonight. Could you, could you imagine a goat, this goat already just came, meh, meh, meh. And then he tosses it out the church, meh, meh, what if, like, what if it's one of those fainting ghosts? You walk up to it, scare it, then throw it off the balcony. <laughs> <laughs> Goats are so funny. <laughs> that goat, like, it's it's sleep sleep now. <laughs> just, it's in a deep slumber. A forever sleep. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine if humans got like that? <laughs> it <was> like, <laughs> <laughs> I would hate to be narcoleptic. <laughs> But honestly, I'm sleepy a lot of times. Maybe that could be beneficial. <laughs> like, watch out! <laughs> He's finna kill Checking your bank account. It's scary. Fall asleep. <laughs> Speaking of bank account, if you would like to support the True Comedy Podcast, look in those show notes there and tell you how to sign up for listener support. Be blessed in your giving. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go on now. No six. It's chilly. And by chilly I mean cold. Because it is a hair freezing contest in Canada. Mm-hmm. Winter in the north is so cold that you wouldn't imagine setting foot outside without headgear. Sorry, that's <laughs> I can't I can't read. Reading's hard. Winter in the north is so cold that you wouldn't imagine setting foot outside without headwear in case your hair freezes. Yet in Canada there is an entire festival dedicated to creating the most bizarre frozen hair sculptures. In February, February, each year, the town of Whitehorse, Yukon, holds the annual International Hair Freezing Competition. Mm. With temperatures at around minus 20, oh, uh-uh. festival goers converge on the ta- Takini hot pools to create their icy coifers. Ice, ice, baby. Why, why did they put that combination of words together? I don't know. Festival goers goer converge on tahini hot pools to create their icy coifers. Simply Say soak, their icy frozen hair. Their icy frozen hair. Simply soak your head in the water, and when you lift it out, the freezing air outside will, com- will complete the sculpture for you. The winners are announced in March. See, this is um, why I can't do that. Because you're black? (laughs) That. Okay. We'll just leave it at that. (laughs) I just said my grandparents, "Uh uh-uh, you better go outside and cover your head up, get all that lead and all that cold in your body. You're going to be feeling that in 10 years when you get my age. You're going to get the pneumonia out there playing around in all that cold air. What's Uh -uh. wrong with you, boy? Uh Uh-uh, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't understand how we survive. I'm telling you. Because it's like, you couldn't play outside if it was too hot. (laughs) You couldn't play outside if it was too cold. And that's why I'm fat now, because you had to play when it was just right. And we're in Alabama, and it's never just right. We had to go out there in Goldilocks style, man. It was (laughs) just right. The only time it was just right, it was from the storm. Get in here before you get struck by By lightning. lightning. You can't be playing outside. You know when lightning out there gets struck. What you going to do then? You better stay in or stay out. I'll be like, I'm going to stay out. Bring your butt inside. (laughs) You told me to choose. And that's why I got, and that's why I got all my whoopings because I had smart mouth. Mm-hmm. But it does make for good, you know, comedy, right? So, um, all those times we may have got popped in the mouth and fussed at, look at us now, look at me now, hey, look at me now, hey, we're we're reading off papers. I'm hosting podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nick, also with that smart mouth, um, you get hollered at a lot. What have have you ever heard of the National Hollering Festival? No way, because uh, my mom would have won it. Oh. <laughs> She gonna whoop my butt <laughs> Every September people Rush to Clinton, North Carolina To scream So you would think people way back in the day Mountain areas They lived from mountainside to mountainside And that's how they would communicate with each other Was hollering and that's all what this festival is about <laughs> The competition was first held in 69 To celebrate a sophisticated vocal tradition Between individuals dealing with long distance communication now it's known as the Hollering Heritage Festival. They even still feature the contest. Food, drinks, games, everything right there. And it happens every year. I bet you there's some really good food there, though, to be honest. You can order from, like, two miles away. I want the chicken on a stick! 
I feel like I know a lot of folks who win that hand down. I, I mean, ain't gonna name no names, <laughs> but I could just think of a couple of people right off the top uh, of my right head. Right off the top of your head. That they could just take that on home. <laughs> they could just take that on home. Is it a money is there a money prize? Yeah. Just take it home. Uh-huh. I feel you on that. Uh, go right on home with it. <laughs> going home. Going home. Lord, I'm going home. I'm coming home. Coming home. <laughs> Tell the world that I'm coming home with the college championship. <laughs> you know what? I can't. I really can't wait till we have like a paywall. Uh-huh. So, so people like there's there's so many jokes that that I really like need explanation, and I just want y'all to be able to get that. But I'm not gonna give it to you for free. No, 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 no. <laughs> I lo- I love you. I love all of our uh, listeners dearly. But there's some, there's some things that. Gotta gotta get behind a paywall. That's the only way we're gonna justify not being divorced, right? Just by making money off. Of That's it. right. I, I I can I can justify saving my relationships. I mean, ship with the boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was just playing. That's a joke. Remember, I'm degenerate. See, okay, all right, that, all right. Uh, okay. So after Holland, <laughs> let's go to uh, my number five again. Uh, we're gonna have a, uh, a, a Korean language. <laughs> Here we go. The Boryong Mud Festival. <laughs> it's in South Korea. <clears throat> Tourists and locals alike are happy as pigs in mud during July in the town of Boryong in South Korea. Yeah, For two weeks, right. the Boryong Mud <laughs> Festival draws millions of visitors. <laughs> visitors. <laughs> From around the globe. Millions of visitors. Visitors. <laughs> Millions of visitors from around the globe. Here, you can wallow in mud along the coastline and enjoy the cosmetic benefits of the mud's mineral qualities. The festival began in the late 1990s, that means in our lifetime, uh-huh. to promote the region's mud-based cosmetic products, but has developed into a major tourist event. Mm. Truckloads of mud are laid out in, uh-oh, Dachian Beach, <laughs> Dachian Beach, where festival goers enjoy uh-huh. mud wrestling, yum, mud skiing, uh-huh. mud slides, uh-huh. and even body painting with specially colored mud. Colored mud. Can- <laughs> Do Col- they have mud pies there? Colored mud. <laughs> you- <laughs> colored. <laughs> you can also. Enjoy a rejuvenating mud massage. That sounds inappropriate. Mud massage? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I ain't getting a mud massage in South Korea. Hey, man. You don't knock it till you try it. I just feel like I won't be allowed back in the States. <laughs> yeah, especially if you ever get it from your wife. <laughs> Kirsten, let me get you a mud massage. <laughs> you better say yeah, too. you like, all right, honey, we, we here. I mean, I can see, I can see on my, I can see how that'll go in my house. I, I, I walk into Whitney. Hey, um, Whitney, you want to go to South Korea for a mud festival? Boy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why are you at the voice even in mind? Boy, you know I ain't finna go play no, no mud. mud. Why you even come here asking a stupid question like that? I'm like, calm down. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> ain't losing these eyelashes in this I hell. Just, I just got my nails did. That was two weeks. I just got them dead. I ain't poodle prancing in no mud. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yes, ma'am. I will mm. never bring it up again. Mm-mm. So, <laughs> I don't know why this one is so high up on my list. It's real, real dumb. <laughs> it's real, real, real dumb. The dumber the better. The dumber the better. So, apparently, every second Saturday in July, thousands of people flock to um, this train station in California to show their behinds to an Amtrak train. What? This is the mooning of the Amtrak festival. (laughs) Apparently, no one has any idea where it started from, but according to the events website, y'all, there's a real website for this thing. This is a real thing. Many people believe that back in 1979, a guy named K.T. Smith told his friends that he'd buy the next drink for everyone who ran outside and moon the next train. Each year, the event has grown more and more. So, like, Amtrak even schedules trains for this time. (laughs) 
Um, so my, my, my question is, um, do you get a discount if you decide to be basically harassed on this train by a whole lot of harass that gets moon to you? Well, I'm here to tell you that if there is a whole lot of harass that is happening. Wait, do we need to bleep that out? Harass? <laughs> no, harass is a word. It's just the way we're saying it. Okay, so, okay. So, you know, uh, so if there is a whole lot of harass meant, uh, depending on what kind of uh, um, hind parts <laughs> are out there, uh-huh. if there's like an attractive hind part, I might not mind it so much as much as I would, you know, uh, what is like a hairy harassment? <laughs> My question is like, what type of food is there? Like, do we have Boston butt? Oh, <laughs> what, what else do we, do we have? Like hot dogs and hamburger buns. Like, what do you eat at a mooning festival? What about moon pies? <laughs> I was just going to say. Or moon cake. Cherry pie? I, I just, I don't know. A lot of peach desserts and stuff. Because, you know, like the peach emoji. Y'all know what they look like. You know, if you're not careful, it could be something eggplant-based. Oh, Mm-mm. But we really don't want to hear it. We're just here for, you know, like the peach cobblers. And- <laughs> what do you write on Yelp? What What happens if you're that unsuspected person <laughs> that just buys his train ticket? You go on to see Grandma Nim. You hop on a train, and the next thing you know, it is slowing down, and all you see is like booty, 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 booty all down the train track. <laughs> 10 out of 10, we do it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Time for another one that I can't say. I'm scared. Oh, this one's nasty. This is nasty. The Peter Peter Collar War. (laughs) The Peter Piper Pick the Pepper War? The Peter Collar. (laughs) Peter Collar. It's it's like got 11 A's like Alabama. Peter Collar War. This is in India. Okay. Gosh, here we go. Being hit by a flying cow pie is said to be... No, we throwing doo doo at folks. <laughs> I gotta go. An, that was enough. <laughs> that was enough. We throwing boo boo at folks. Being hit by a flying cow pie is said to bring the utmost good luck in an Indian village in the Pradesh region. Each April, villagers, oh wow, in the Kairapala hurl, <laughs> in, in the villages, the villagers of Kairapala hurl cow dung at each other at the end of their Ugadi festival. The bizarre street fight is said to bring health, prosperity, and rain to anyone fortunate enough to be hit by the smelly missiles. Or E. coli, pink eye, salmonella, diarrhea, diverticulitis, Ooh. dysentery. Hey, I'm going to hit you with some words real quick. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go, y'all. This this is about <clears throat> to be, it's going to sound really racist because I can't say these words. Thousands gathered to watch the reenactment of the of a myth. Wow, okay. Thousands gathered to watch the reenactment of a mythical marriage dispute between the goddess Badrakili and Lord Virabhadra Swarmi before eventually celebrating the nuptials. If you happen to be injured by a piece of flying cow dung, never fear. Okay. It is said to contain special healing qualities. <laughs> Or everything the cow has eaten. Yes. So you want to go to India? Yeah, you know, just shoot the crap. Lord. Nick, go home. (sighs) It's been a very long weekend. I need to go home. So, Nick, the next one I have on my list is a culinary festival that most really, really enjoy. You know me, I love food. So immediately I thought, oh, let's find something that puts my love to the test. Food. Until I saw this festival in West Virginia. Um, America, we need to do better. Especially in Pocahontas County, West Virginia. And not have a roadkill festival. Oh, where you have to cook and eat roadkill delicacies. Mm-hmm. Um, over 20,000 people come to sample roadkill, and the winners take home only $1,200. So you telling me I'm going to risk my life 
finding some coon, raccoon, I'm sorry, some possum. Oh, possum. Some groundhog. Oh, groundhog. <laughs> some bear, corn, bear, crow, squirrel, snake, anything that's been hit on the side of the road and cook it and eat it. I'm only getting $1,200. Well, uh-uh. the best thing to do is to Mm-mm. hit a deer. You need to have a truck yeah. and then you eat a deer. Or I could just kill a deer. And pretend and, you hit it. And pretend I hit it. That's what you should do. That's what I would do. Just, I'm going to kill it, then just hit it in the head with a baseball bat. Oh, dear. I always... <laughs> no, why? That was so unintentional. That was so unintentional. <laughs> Let me Let's try see. that again. Oh, goodness. I have hit a deer. Oh, no. It just so happens to have a bullet hole in it as well. How did that happen? Oh, my. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Ooh, well, wow. They did kind of restructure this festival to where it's not as much about the roadkill. Now it's more like an autumn harvest festival filled with your normal arts and crafts and your little trinkets. And you're somebody that with the blacksmith doing all that crazy little outdoors pioneer festival type stuff. Why you got to be black? Because it's a blacksmith. (laughs) I don't want no brown smith. Hey, you want to do something else in America? Sure. Let's go to the Underwater Music Festival. Okay. In the United States. I, I can't swim. Oh, and this one's close, too. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go, words. Singing in the shower is a popular pastime. By the way, do you sing in the shower? I used to. I normally just listen to my murder podcast. Yeah, I kind of, I've, I've stopped singing in the shower and just like watch, listen to videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. I sing in the car now. You've always sang in the car. That's true. <clears throat> Singing in the shower is a popular pastime, but an, but an entire music festival held underwater can be found off the Florida Keys. Mm. The event was established in the 1980s to raise awareness for preserving the Keys' coral reefs. Okay. Divers and snorkelers hit the water each July to watch musicians dressed as fish and mermaids play on mock nautical-themed instruments such as a fluke alele. And a trombone fish. Oh, so they be under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. Y'all, we always made it an episode without a Disney reference. No, I was going to do the same thing. I was literally going to stop myself and go into under the sea. Okay. So it was going to happen. Okay. All right. Those in the water enjoy ocean-themed music stream from the local radio station via underwater speakers. Oh, I was wondering how you actually hear music. Landlubbers. Land lovers, you get it, land lovers. Land lovers can still enjoy a range of festival activities on the shore. Cool. This sounds like the perfect water festival for Aquaman. Get out. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Can I come back in? Yes, you can come. Come back in. You can get in. You can come back in. You can get in. You can get back in the room. All right, I'm back. All right. So, Nick, now that we've been underwater, you want to go jump somebody? Yes. I've what? been asking to jump folks for <laughs> years. Now you finally come to my side. What about babies? <laughs> if, I get, j- if I get mad enough, yeah. Well, we can travel to Spain and go to this baby jumping festival. Man, there's a lot of stuff to do in Spain. Like, you can throw you can throw uh, tomatoes at mm-hmm. people, jumping babies. What else did I have on here that was from Spain? Listen, so this isn't like, let's go fight a baby before people get mad at me. This is actually an unusual baptismal tradition that's held around the world where basically um, people in Castorello de Morica, Spain, that's not how you pronounce it, but I tried. I went past it real, real fast for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Six to 1600s, basically guys dress up as the devil and they jump over babies while the babies are being pushed down the street on like comfortable pillows. The devil cracks a whip and clacks castanets and jumps to ward off evil spirits before the babies are sprinkled with rose petals. So, first off, I don't ever see anything going wrong here. Someone jumps over a baby. There's been no accidents ever with this. But it's so coincidentally, the Catholic Church frowns upon this because of incidences where babies have been harmed. No! Shut up. So don't go jumping your baby. What is the odds of somebody dressed as a devil jumping over your baby to ward off demons 
and injuring said baby while dressed as the devil <laughs> to ward off demons. Mm. Well, it's got to be up there. There's probably statistics. Okay. So, let's go to a place we hadn't been before. All right. Let's go to Finland. Take me away. Olu, Finland. Now, let me tell you something about uh, Finnish stuff. You can't <laughs> pronounce this stuff at all. <laughs> no, I don't even try. Okay. You can make up words. You can say right. Lavalu the whole time, and I'll be happy with it. You know what? That's exactly what I'm going to do. Okay. Lavalu, Finland. Let's go to the Finland for the Air Guitar World Championship. Oh, this sounds actually fun. This sounds fun. The Air Guitar World Championship has been a has been held annually in Lavalu, Finland, <laughs> since 1996 <laughs> as part of the Lavalu Music Fe- Music Video Festival. What started as a joke has turned into a serious draw for the event. Participants must play air guitar on stage in two rounds, with each lasting at least one minute. One song is chosen by the participant, and one song is chosen by the organizer. This sounds so much fun. They must play air guitar only, no drums, piano, etc., <laughs> and a score out of six. The ideology behind the event is a simple one. Wars would end, and all the bad things would go away if everyone just played air guitar. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Now I'm going to Google air guitar videos. Yes, in, in Lavalu, Finland. In Lavalu, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's it's spelled O U L U Lavalu. <laughs> so we're going back to Spain because that's where all the fun stuff is. Y'all have all heard of the running of the bull, right? Uh-huh. Um, here's basically the one rule: you <laughs> to do the running of the bulls, like being chased by bulls, you have to be at least 18 years of age, uh-huh. qualify, and sober. So I you, don't qualify. So you mean to tell me people are running down the street being chased by bulls with all their inhibitions? <laughs> like, first they're point. in their full faculty, in their full brain, First of all, full you, mind. why wouldn't you be? Like, you, you think about that logically. If you were running from a bull and you were drunk, you would do something really dumb. Now think about this. Would you ever think to run from a bull sober in now, a festival? Let me think about, let me tell you something. If I was drunk, I wouldn't think to run from a bull. I'd try to fight it. We wouldn't. There are other people that would. I would. I would. <laughs> I would participate. In run. I, this is something like before I realized I was gonna be fat my whole life. <laughs> run, running from run, the running of the bulls was something I wanted to do. Okay. I just. I probably need to do more research to figure out what it is, but it is one of the most celebrated and largest festivals in the world. Yeah. So much that. Um, <laughs> A young man named Mick Han- Mickey Hanning went did the running of the bulls and then decided to bring that over to America. There is a running of the bulls, um, the San Fermin Festival, actually in New Orleans. Mm. That happens every year. Um, this year, I think it clocked in around 20,000 people. But guess what? They're not running from actual bulls. They're running from um, ladies dressed as bulls in roller derby costumes. <laughs> and so what happens if the ladies catch you, they just beat you with a wolf of ball bat. So it's a lot less dangerous, but also could be a lot more dangerous because you are definitely intoxicated for this in New Orleans. And it's all, there's a huge party at the end. So, yeah. Might have some new New Orleans. So you could say there are body shots involved. Ha, ha, ha. Yes. Huh. Yes. So when is that? It just says each year. Each year. I'm going to probably Google it. Yeah, I'm gonna do, I, I want to do that. Go to Rabbi Google. I, Rabbi Google. I want to do that. Getting beat up by random women. That sounds exciting. <laughs> Man, these folks do some crazy stuff. Yes. Why, why are they dressing up? From, that's so dumb. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I was playing like I wanted to do it. Let me, get, let me get serious for a second. Why? Why would anybody want to do that? And people are paying to do this. This is a huge event. They're dressing up to run from women and get hit with wiffle ball bats. Mm -hmm. Now, I understand the legacy and the tradition of running the bulls in Pamplona, Spain. Spain. I even knew where that happens. That's how you know how much I know that one. But 10 points for Gryffindor. Ah, shut up. I'm a Ravenclaw. I'm sorry. (laughs) I didn't didn't even know. Is that an actual house? Yes. It's in the Hufflepuff and then uh, Slytherin? Yes. Okay. So, anyway, I can understand. (laughs) I can understand. You know, doing the bulls, mm-hmm. but the, the 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 one in New Orleans is just dumb. Like you asking to get hurt, 
Like, it's so stupid. It is. It's so stupid. But it makes money. I hope it's making, I hope it's making some, oh, you know what? Number two, let's go to England. I got so, I got really upset with that. That's just dumb. <laughs> I can tell. It's just dumb. Cheese rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know why I just pictured a grown-up cheese. It's commercial, but continue. It's in Gloucestershire. 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 Oh, yeah, like Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Don't hurt yourself, bro. Worcestershire. You could just say Lavaloo again. Lavaloo, England, UK. (laughs) Every year on a cool day in why is this written the way it's written? This is so... Okay, you'll, once, once I get it out. Every year on a cool day at the end of May, <laughs> what? grown adults gather in the village of Brockworth to chase a rolling nine-pound wheel of double Gloucester... What is it, Gloucester? I'll just say Lavaloo again. Of double Lavaloo cheese down a <laughs> steep hill. Before the race down Cooper's Hill begins, the fences are removed, the undergrowth is cut, and the site is swept through for stones and other dangerous objects. But the race is still dangerous for competitors and spectators. Over the years, many have been seriously injured due to the steepness and uneven, uneven, the unevenness of the hill and the bulk and speed of the cheese itself. I broadcast for a living. This led <laughs> to a loss of official management in 2010. But the locals are hugely proud of their traditional event. And it carries on today unmanaged. In 2015, around 4,000 people came to watch the spe- spectacle. Awesome. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not chasing cheese. First of all, I don't even chase my liquor. <laughs> chase a chick. Never chase no cheese. Oh, Ooh, these jokes we got are super corny. Jeez, man, we are so corny. Okay. But it's okay. You love us. <laughs> and you know how you can show us how much you love us? Rate, review, and subscribe. Tell everybody about us. You're doing great. Lord. You got it, dude. I'm my number one. It's just you. You're number one. Oh my gosh. You ready for my number one? Yes, I am. Okay. I'm sorry. We're gonna go all the way to Clinton, Montana. <laughs> Lord, why is this <laughs> Montana? Someplace I'm never going. Because <laughs> each year in Clinton, Montana, locals gather and celebrate testicles. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is the Testy Fest. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you heard it right, the Testy Fest. Testy. Every year, several different events, the main one being the ball eating contest. Um, you are given four minutes to see how many bull testicles you can consume. <laughs> yep, you have to eat bull testicles. This violates two of there's, my personal rules. Continue. I bet it does, but there's also an undie five k there. So yeah, there's that's my number one. Hold on, what what the month American is it? version? I don't believe it's during Prostate Health Month. I just think they just have it. Cause let me tell you something. I don't know. You can only run in your undies in Montana in the summer. So hopefully that's when it is. Cause that sounds crazy. Now that 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 um festival uh-huh. violates two personal rules <laughs> I have that I would like to share with the world. Okay. One is no nuts in my mouth. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so there will I'm be. I'm laughing like I've just heard this for the first time. But Nick didn't even eat peanut butter, y'all. The no nuts in my mouth. Mouth. Period. So there, there there's not going to be any um. Any uh, bull testicles in my mouth. And the but they're not bull nuts. They're bull testicles. Okay, anyway. And the <laughs> second and the second personal rule that I have uh-huh. is no balls to the face. <laughs> <laughs> so no nuts in my mouth. No balls to the face. Take it in the face. No. <laughs> Though, so this is why I will never participate in that festival. Okay. It violates my two major rules. Well, Nick, apparently it's such a big thing. Um, the Testy Fest is actually <laughs> a ripoff of the Kanemata Matsutsi Festival in Japan, where they just have phallic everything, like big phallic objects are paraded down the street. Um, you see, I like the ball eating contest. There's 
So what you're saying is they construct these massive things, walk them down the street to ward off um, <laughs> massive things. Yes. <laughs> to ward off penis eating demons. Must and not so be, must not be working in Japan very well. <laughs> well, apparently sex workers would come to the shrine to pray for protection um, from certain occupational hazards, apparently. Um, but now they're using this as more of an educational event to promote um, safe sex practices and HIV awareness. So there we go. Testy fest to educational program over in Japan. One of the most modest societies are walking around with 37-foot phallic objects through the streets, painted pink. So you could say the one in Montana is a fallacy. <laughs> go home. I will. I'll take it on home. And you know, sometimes... Take it to the face! Like the balls at the Testy Fest. <laughs> I have no comeback. <laughs> I, have no, I didn't have any back. <laughs> Just take it to the face. Okay. Okay. Uh, not, I, don't do this. I don't do that anymore. So I have the rules. <laughs> Go home with your number one, bro. Okay, my number one... <laughs> <sighs> We're going back to Finland. Okay. Uh, we're going back to Lavalu, Finland. <laughs> There's a lot going on in Lavalu. Well, Lavalu was hot this time of year in Finland. Okay, I'm going to try to say it first. Sanka Yarvi or Sanka Jarvi, Finland. Now, from this point, is Lavalu. it to me, Finland. From now, this point, is Lavalu. Okay. So, we're going to Lavalu, Finland for the Wife Carrying World Championship. <laughs> wife okay. Carrying or Econ Kanto in Finnish. Originated as a sport in Lavalu, Finland in 1992. Mm. The exact origins of the tradition are unknown, but each story has something to do with death. Today, wife carrying is practiced around the world. Participants are allowed to carry their wives in a variety of ways, including piggyback, fireman's carry, or Estonian style where the wife hangs up <laughs> hangs upside down <laughs> with her legs around her husband's shoulders. That does not sound comfortable. <laughs> They carry her across a 253.5 meter track riddled with obstacles. Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> the prize is awarded based on the wife's weight in beer. Okay, listen. Is that whole carrying them through everything with obstacles? Is that supposed to be like a metaphor for life and marriage? Because you go uphill and you go downhill and you go through the trenches and you go through a lot. <gasps> but while we waiting on them, waiting her in beer, don't you weigh the same? Huh? Don't you weigh the same as you like? No, no. What 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 they're saying is so like say you carrying a uh, a keg. No, let's say let's say your wife. I don't know. I'm I'm not saying anybody's wife's weight right now. That's not what I'm saying. Let's just say your wife weighs 150 pounds. Okay. Okay. So you carry her through the obstacle course. Okay. and, and, And you get to the other side. You win. 150 pounds worth of beer. Oh. Okay. That makes more sense. So, think about it. Uh How can you say this without it sounding disrespectful? You don't. Just think about, think about, if if you're married, think about your wife. Look at your wife and say, honey, we finna get some beer. And he's like, tonight, tonight, we're going to get beer. Beer. <laughs> Bud heavies for everybody. We got to go to Finland, and I, I need you to get on my back. All you got to do is get on my back. You don't, don't, you don't. You just got to ride that horse till you ride it. You got to ride till you can't no more. Ain't that what little Nazi X said? <laughs> Ain't that what he said? Little, little, little uh, nasty X. You know that old town road. Now we're gonna take that old town road down to Finland. You know that Billy Ray Cyrus was on there, dude. Yeah. If you ain't got no giddy up, then giddy out of my way. Yeah, yeah. Bud heavens for everybody. Yeah. God bless America. No place else. <laughs> well. <laughs> well then, this has been fun. Yes. Um. So I think what I've learned here uh-huh. is that. The world is crazy, but it's also kind of fun. It is. And that's one thing we just all need to do is just rewind no matter all of our differences, where we come from. Just learn something from each other. Have fun. 
That's what Barney was telling us all the time, because we are special, each and every one of us, in his or her own way. That's right. And also learn, I ain't going to Spain. No time soon. Too many Christmas Are you festivals. kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's the one place I want to go. Spain. So we going to Madrid. To watch some soccer, y'all, because it is intense over there. Real Madrid. I don't even know if they're any good. Are they any good? They're, they're so-so. So-so. Anyway, so guys, um, make sure you follow us on all of our social media. Twitter at Podcast True, Instagram True Comedy Pod, Pod. Mm-hmm. Um, on Facebook True Comedy Podcast. Yes, you can follow me Nicholas J Finch on Facebook, the NJF on Twitter, the NJF on Instagram, and I'm Kirsten Cunningham. You can find me on the Facebook. I'm at K Ham Cooks on Instagram. K Ham Speaks on the Twitter, and also you all rate, review, subscribe. If you want to leave a voicemail message for us and end up on the show yourself, look at that in our notes. It tells you what to do. We want to hear from you because we're gonna do a Q and A episode. If you have questions, you want them answered. That's what we're here for. Oh joy! I, I mean, you can ask us anything, and I promise you, we you may or may me, not answer. No, I promise you. You ask me anything, and I will answer it. No questions asked. I promise you anything. Okay. As long as it's like you know, family, family friendly, I'll mm-hmm. I'll, I'll answer the question. I'm gonna pray about. Also, visit up visit our website truecomedypod.com. Yes, there you'll find uh, different things that um, I talk about from mental health to different top tens, and also um, different places to catch our show. Right, right. And finally, we like to thank Mr. Collins. Mr. Damon Collins over here at 96.3 WLYB, York Meridian. Meridian. Mm-hmm. For your, all he does. You're home for just some of the best music ever. Yes. I love I love this station. I'm not even saying that because I because you know we, we record here. They have a lot of a lot of everything. It's, it's just, pretty much it's pretty much my iPhone. <laughs> right. <laughs> it really is. Everything we listen to, we just yeah, listen to it on the radio. Save our battery life. All righty then, let's wrap this on up, man. Well, y'all, this has been True Comedy. Later.